history with the podcast guy, Matt King. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our podcast. Unfortunately, for some, our topics that we talk about may be offensive to some people. The topics that we discuss could also be triggers, and we want you to be aware of that. If you are in need of help, please talk to a professional, a family member, or a friend. We are not medical professionals, and we don't claim to be. We are just two guys with a microphone and a platform. Please listen with discretion. Welcome to This Time in History, guys. I'm Matthew. Unfortunately, my co-host couldn't be with me, but I am joined by Brandon Leibowitz. Is that it? Yep, you got it. <laughs> he is the, uh, the owner and creator of uh, SEOoptimizers.com. He's a marketing wizard. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, we were talking off air, I'm not big on marketing, so I'm sure you have a lot to share, but let's start with, um, tell me where you were born and, and what it was like growing up and ultimately how it relates to what you do for a living, whether or not you, um, had dreams of doing this your whole life or, or whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Grew up in Torrance, California, or I mean, was born in Torrance, California, but grew up in San Pedro which is next to Long Beach, California. Tiny little city out there, next to the beach, and grew up there, pretty much lived there my whole life growing up, and went to elementary, middle school, high school out there. A lot of my friends would surf out there, but I kind of fell more into skateboarding and just really loved that, and that's always been my passion since my middle school growing up, and my brother and I have a younger brother, and he and I would go skateboarding after school and on weekends, and all my friends would skateboard and that's played a big impact in my life and in high school I had the idea to make a little skateboard company and try to make some clothing and kind of that like entrepreneurial spirit in high school and my dad helped me out with getting some screen printing done and created some shirts and had a little team of people selling them at my school and kind of like affiliate marketing where they would sell some shirts or clothing and they would get a percentage of it and had a team of people doing that, but then I went to college and kind of left that behind and should have kept going with it. Where did you go to college? I went to Cal State Long Beach. Okay. And got my degree in business marketing, which kind of ties into everything that I do, but kind of left that skateboarding company on the sideline. I should have kept going with it because I realized... Did you just kill it or you sold it or... No, I just stopped doing it and just okay. kind of let it phase off and die away and realized over the years, you got to follow your passion. Like, that's the number one thing. Like, you can do marketing, you can do all these things, but you got to follow what you love. And if you're just working to work, it's not going to be your true passion. So I actually did start a skateboard company a couple of years ago again, but we could talk about that later. But that's just, yeah, tapping into what you love. That's really what I've learned is over the years, you got to enjoy what you're doing. If not, it's not worth it. Even if you're making less not getting what you want as long as you're happy that's all that really matters with work so how did it start out for you uh post-college so after college got my degree in business marketing and the first job i got they wanted me to do digital marketing which i had no idea what that was or they don't really teach that to you in school so they said don't worry we don't know much about either (laughs) all right that's interesting they're like we'll take you to workshops and classes and kind of learn with you and let you learn alongside us and I was like, all right, let me check that out back in 2007. And that's when I realized everyone's going to have a website in the future. 
And there's a lot of ways to get traffic to that website, doing like social media, doing email marketing, running paid ads, doing search engine optimization, which is really what I focused on, which is the SEO side of things, mm-hmm. which gets you free traffic. Because why pay Google or Facebook or all these platforms when you can get up there for free? I mean, you have to invest your time, which time is money, or hire someone like myself, but it costs pennies on the dollar versus running Google ads or any of these platforms running those ads. So over the years, just really stuck with that. and just worked at different advertising agencies, different mom and pop shops, and helped out like Fortune 500 companies and everything in between with their pretty much just focused on the SEO, just trying to get them that free traffic on Google because free traffic is the way to go long-term. It's the best way. So that's really what I've been focused on over the years. And a couple of years ago, I was able to quit my job after building it up, doing so. One thing I really loved about SEO is you could do it freelance. So I could go to like a local restaurant and kind of pick up a client saying, hey, do you want to get the top of Google for Italian restaurants in whatever city? And then I was able to build up clients. It took me 10 years to build up enough to where I was able to quit my job. But over the time, building it up slowly, building it and building it, I was able to get enough clients where I was actually making more than I made at that advertising agency. And I was able to quit that job and focus on just working for myself and building up my own company, which I prefer a lot more doing the freelance work, being able to set your own hours and be your own boss is a nice feeling. That's amazing. And and you weren't hampered by the pandemic? So that kind of played a little bit of impact because I did quit my job three years ago and then <laughs> about two years ago, pandemic hit and a lot of local businesses had to shut down. So I had like a lot of places like a pizza place in New York where had to shut down completely and I was just like I wish there's something I do I was like I'll help you out for a month they're just like we have to just completely shut down we can't even do anything it's not going to even matter and a lot of the big companies that have been or not the companies that have been around for years and years decades some of them that just had to completely shut down and still to this day I haven't reopened which I feel bad but also made people realize like eight months into it that this is not ending anytime soon and that we have to readjust the way we think and what you're doing and really shift everything digital because right now we can't go out and talk to people so we have to be online and after that it kind of picked up again but it was a little tricky at the beginning of the pandemic because not all my clients were local businesses but i did have a lot of local businesses that just had it completely shut down which is tough to see that's amazing yeah yeah honestly i mean i don't make any money for this podcast but even just getting it in front of people is uh it 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 was definitely difficult in the beginning. It's still difficult, but I mean, I have a, I have a, I don't know if the right word is following, but sure, I have a following, but I mean, everyone wants their following to be bigger. Um, so you said you restarted your uh, skateboarding business. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I was helping out when I was working at all these different companies. I was working at a skateboarding company, helping them out with their SEO and social media. And I was giving them a bunch of advice and tips, like let's use your hashtag on these Instagram posts and things like that. And they were just not about it. So I was like, how about I start my own skateboarding page on Instagram? And I think that was in like 2017 maybe. And it kind of blew up. Like it grew to like 100,000 followers the first year. And I think right now it's like over 340,000 followers. So now I'm like, all right, I got this big following on Instagram and also on like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and like across the board, they'll have a big, audience and now I'm like how about I try to monetize it because all I'm doing is just posting other skateboarders giving 
like amateurs and younger skateboarders kind of a place to get exposure because the pros get tons of visibility the amateurs don't really get that much exposure so that's what the page is all about just posting up and coming skaters and really just took off and and then I was like, all right, I should monetize this and actually make a company out of it. So now, or a couple years ago, like two years ago, I actually bought bearings. So the part that makes the wheels spin. So trying to find something niche because I realized over the years you can't just make some something generic. You have to find something unique. If everyone's making skateboards, it's going to be really tough to just tap into that market. So I found something that's not as glamorous, but less competitive and less competition means it's easier to break through. So find even like, like screws. People make companies out of the screws that go on skateboards. It's just a regular screw, but it's a way to tap into that market and not just have to be so heavily invested, which is a something I've learned over the years is a way to kind of get in there without just having a ton of money because it's tough without a big budget. You're competing against big brands, but if you can find something unique, that's going to really help you tap in. And so that's kind of been something I'm working on on the side, not touching too much time and effort on it, but kind of like the back burner, like a little hobby for fun that, Hopefully, it could just keep growing and growing and eventually take off. That's amazing. Uh, listen, for my listeners and, and also, you know, for me, can you just explain, sorry to just dumb it down a little bit, what what, what is uh, SEO? Because I, I got to be honest with you, I'm, I'm doing so many millions of things that I, I don't have time to um, research terms like this. So if you could just explain it for me and the listeners. SEO means search engine optimization. Okay. Which essentially is optimizing your website for the different search engines, which is really just Google. So whenever you search on Google, there's going to be ads at the top of Google. Those are all paid ads, but right below the ads is the organic, the SEO results. So SEO is getting your website listed in those 10 listings on that first page of Google. There's only 10 spots on that first page of Google. You want to be up there, not spending money on those ads, but right below those ads. Sometimes there's maps, so if you're searching for a local business, a map will appear. So if you're a local business, trying to get you up on Google, but also on Google Maps. Sometimes when you search on Google, images appear, videos appear. So try to just optimize your website, any images you have. If you have videos, optimizing those videos because the more real estate you take up on that first page of Google, the more than likely someone is gonna find you. And with videos, though, I always tell people, like, Google owns YouTube. So anytime you see a video, like 90% of the time you see a video in Google, it's gonna be YouTube because Google owns YouTube and Google only cares about making money. Like if you search on Google, you don't click on an ad, Google's not making money. So Google's like, well, this didn't help us out. But if you go search on Google, click on a video, it's a YouTube video. The first thing that appears anytime you watch a video on YouTube, there's always an advertisement. So YouTube is making money, which is really Google making money. and. I always tell people like I would create a presence, like start building up a presence on YouTube just because people want visual content. People don't want to read blogs or text anymore. People are just, attention span is too short. Like everything is really just visual. So if you can just start building an audience up on YouTube, it's gonna be huge because Google also owns YouTube. So they're gonna push YouTube as much as they can and promote it as much as they can. That's awesome. Um, hmm. So, for let's just uh, for example, if I was to uh, tell you, hey, I have this podcast here and I need help with it, uh, run me through what that looks like, if if you don't mind. Well, so every website's different, but with the podcast, Google can't read images or videos that well, so they need text. So what you need to do is transcribe any video content you put out there, 
any audio content, you have to transcribe it and put it on your website or put in the YouTube description or have closed captions set up because they need you to spoon feed them as much information as possible. The more you give Google or any of these website search engines with text, the more they're going to be able to understand what you're trying to target, what keywords you're trying to focus on. But it all comes down to text. Text is the most important thing. Without text, it's going to be tough. They're getting better at reading images and videos and understanding audio, but they're not there yet. They still need your help. So the more you trans with audio stuff like this, transcribe it. It's going to be huge. That's going to help out significantly because otherwise stuff and the title. Title is also really important, putting keywords in that title. I'm trying to make it long, not too long, but you don't want it short like clickbaity. You want to kind of make it longer so you can throw more keywords in there, usually about 60 characters. This is kind of like the sweet spot for titles where mm -hmm. you don't want to go too long, but you try to want to fill up as many keywords as possible without repeating yourself because the title is really where these websites look to see what keywords you're using in there. But titles, number one, really, really important. That's amazing. So with this... Uh this company that you have, where do you get, where do you uh, see yourself in the next five years with this company? Hopefully just continuing to grow the SEO company and, or the skateboarding one too, but just keep growing them and taking them to the next level and hopefully hire some people and make it a real full-time staff. Oh, so you're keep still doing the majority of this by yourself? For the most part, except for I have a team of writers because with SEO, like I mentioned before, content is so important. So, it's a lot of content, a lot of writing articles, doing press releases, blogging, just a lot of PR, just a lot of just getting other websites to talk about you. That's a big part of SEO and requires a lot of content. Wow. So do you have any time to like um, uh, relax and stuff? Like what, what does a non-work day look for you, look like for you? Usually I have... That work-life balance made sure of it over the years because I've seen too many people get burnt out just working and working and used to work like 10 to 12 hours a day, seven days a week now. So I'm able to pull it back a little bit, which is nice. And in my free time, I like to go down to the beach since I don't live too far away from that in LA and try to take advantage of that or just relax, hang out with friends, travel when you can, which is a nice part about having your own company and being able to do freelance work was just pick it up your computer and just being able to go anywhere that you have internet and being able to work anywhere. But yeah, I guess you can do it anywhere, yeah? Pretty much, for the most part, as long as I have internet. That's how I learned. <laughs> Gotta have internet. Without internet, can't do too much, but pretty much just pick it up and go, for the most part, anywhere, which is pretty nice. Well, that's awesome. Uh, from For myself, I, I'm from uh, Canada. You ever been to Canada? No, nah, not yet, but I want to go out there. <laughs> Come in the summertime. <laughs> For someone who's lived in California, you're probably not experienced with cold weather, no? No, not real cold weather, but I do like snowboarding, so I wouldn't be opposed to going up there, but I know it could get really, really, really cold up there. It, it definitely does. Um, is there anything, like, I my knowledge is limited in the world of marketing. Is there anything that... Um, that you want to add because maybe I don't have the right questions and I do apologize for that. Um, uh, marketing marketing for something that is... Um, obviously, if your business is not online, you, you could say this in the early 2000s. If, if your business wasn't online, you're dead in, what was it, two years? 
and people are going to find you. You're just going to be unless you're a restaurant. Unless you're a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always unique ones, but yeah, for the most part, if you're not online, especially nowadays with cell phones, it's you're just missing out too much because everyone's got a cell phone nowadays and everyone's online for the most part. And it's just too easy. But make sure your website looks good on mobile. That's the big thing. Is a lot of people's websites are tough to navigate or they look good on the computer, but when you're on your cell phone, it gets all jumbled up and it doesn't look proper and it's tough to navigate through. Simple is better. Like less is better nowadays. Actually, I just thought of a question I wanted to ask you. Um, so when I'm searching for something on my phone, I noticed that if I mention it before or if I'm reading it in an email and then I go to Google to, to search it, it's the first thing. Uh, like I'll maybe type in the first word or even part of the first word and the rest pops up. No, that would be autocomplete. But if you see the ads that follow you around, Google, well, Gmail is owned by Google. Gmail is free for a reason or Yahoo is owned <laughs> by Yahoo Mail. It's free for a reason because they scan your emails looking for keywords. So if someone sends you an email and then it's like Nike shoes, they'll be like, hey, Nike. Someone mentioned Nike shoes or Adidas. Hey, Adidas. <laughs> someone mentioned Nike. Throw your ad at them. But to have it just autocomplete like that, it's probably because you searched it in the past or Google knows that you want to search it. But the ads, they do read your emails and listen to everything because it's free. It's not free for a reason. They're listening. They're watching. They're seeing everything you're doing because they need more money off those ads, which I don't really think they need to make any more money, but they still make way too much money off those ads. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> well, that's, uh, th- this has been a great talk. I'm, uh, it's just, it, this world to me is the world of marketing is just, it, it feels like it's, um, unending, unlimited in a way. And, uh, I, I wish to be honest with you that I knew more about it. I'll be the first one to admit that I, I don't. And uh, so that's why I, if there's anything else that you want to add, um, go ahead. Yeah, with marketing, it just takes time. Nothing's immediate. So just be patient with the digital, like the SEO. It all takes time or social media. Like Sometimes you go viral and just get lucky, but usually it takes time. So a lot of people kind of get discouraged. But just keep working at it, keep building it up. You'll see over time it's going to keep growing and growing, but just don't expect immediate results unless you're running paid ads. But everything else does take time. Even paid ads, you got to test those ads, see what's working, what's not working, push more money into what's working, pull money away from what's not working, just find that perfect audience, which it all takes time and patience. So, But, but it's not one size fits all. So can't just be like, hey, this is going to help you out or this is going to help you because every website's different. Everyone's got a unique website different phase that they've been in in this to Google, like how much trust Google has. So with digital marketing, it's not really one size fits all, but one thing is just put yourself in your user's point of view. If you're looking for your product or service, try to think where would you go? What keywords would you be using? Would you be on Instagram looking for an SEO company? Probably not, or a doctor, probably not. So like depends on what type of your business you're in, but really That's just think true. about who your audience is and try to be in front of those people. Don't just try to be everywhere just because Everyone's like, you need to be on Instagram, you need to be on TikTok and all this stuff. It's like, maybe if that's where your audience is at, but if your audience isn't in there, don't worry about wasting your time because just to have followers, to have followers doesn't mean anything unless they're actually converting into clients or sales or leads or whatever the conversion goal is that you might be having. 
Uh, is that a service that you you offer uh, with your company, paid ads? Yep, I do a little bit of paid ads. Prefer not to do the paid ads because I could get you up there for free, but the paid ads that follow you around. So I don't know if you've been on a website like Amazon, you look at a product, yes. you buy it, and the ads follow you around. Those work really well. Like anyone that's gone to my website, didn't go to like the contact us page or didn't fill out the form, I'm going to follow you around for the next <laughs> year and a half pretty much because I get people that come to me like five years later saying, I came to one of your classes because I also teach classes. Like I came to one of your classes. I was in the startup phase. Now I actually got funding and I'm established and actually want easier services. So I realized like for mine, it's a long buying cycle. Like if you're a dentist, maybe you follow them around for like a day or like a week. You don't want to follow them too long because like I don't need to see ads all day long from a dentist. But it just depends on who your audience is. And the well, ads do work. It's just they're expensive. I didn't know you, you taught. Let's talk about that. Yeah, no, I teach SEO classes and digital marketing. If you search my name on YouTube, I put pretty much all my classes up there. So is it uh, in person or, or on Zoom? No, they were used to be in person, but <laughs> I haven't done it in person in a few years because of the pandemic. Can't do them in LA is not having, yeah, it's tough out here in California. So hopefully I can do them soon, but I don't know when or if people want to do them. But Zoom is kind of nice because. How many people want to come to downtown Los Angeles on Wednesday at 7 p.m. to come to my class? Whereas now they can just log in on Zoom. They don't have to worry about traffic and parking. And I get people all over the world coming. So kind of like it, but I do like doing it in person. So I think when I do them in person again, I'll have it online as well. So people will just log in and don't have to worry about going downtown. Door. Yeah, because that makes it kind of tricky. Or even weekends, like taking time out of your weekend to come to downtown LA and come to an SEO class for an hour or two, which not always people's top of the list. Well, I mean, as long as you're offering them on Zoom, you can uh, keep my name because obviously this is stuff I need to learn. Uh, it, it'll help me out with what I'm doing. Uh, I have a podcast. Well, obviously, duh, we're talking about the podcast. We're talking on it. So I have this podcast and, uh, you know, I have some other things that I'm working on. Um I'm not really supposed to talk about it, but I will say that I'm working on a not-for-profit. That's all I'm going to say. And it's going to hopefully have a huge impact. But yeah, I'm working on this not-for-profit idea, and uh, I'm very excited about it. But that's all I can really say right now. <laughs> awesome. No, got it. Sign that NDA. Can't tell us all, but with the nonprofit though, Google gives a grant. It's called Google Grants. And I forget how much they give you, but I think they might give you like half a million dollars a year in free ads really i did not know that i did not know that it might be a month it's kind of ridiculous they give you an insane amount of money see that's why you're the guy to go to everyone everyone listening right now he's the guy to go to (laughs) um need some help i'll help you out with all that stuff but you definitely need to jump on that like right now and now google grants they're going to give you so much money every single month to run paid ads because google ads the way it works is like every time you click on an ad on Google, you have to pay. So it could be ten cents a click, it could be fifty cents per click, it could be one dollar, it could be five dollars per click, it could be fifty dollars per click, hundred dollars per click. Like sometimes like you're searching for car insurance, if you click on those ads, it's a hundred dollars per click that that car insurance company will pay. So Google is raking it in, making so much money and running those paid ads is pretty expensive if you're paying like even if you're paying five dollars a click. It adds up pretty quickly, so that's why that Google grant, or I mean, I don't know if they're running ads, but if they're going to give you free money, or they're marketing ads where you follow people around, 
or if you're a nonprofit and you qualify for that Google grant, that's going to be huge. I mean, that's a game changer. So they're going to use an insane amount of money for free. That's awesome. Uh, I had another question I wanted to ask you. Uh, so you're talking about getting all this traffic. So I wanted to ask you because I've been dealing with uh, traffic of my own, like uh, building up Instagram and, and TikTok and there's these things called follow trains or follow parties, and I'm just wondering if you had an opinion on those, if they're bullshit. You can curse. Sorry, I, I for, should have told you that at the beginning of the show, if they're bullshit or not. No, no, those are these, well, you want targeted followers. Just like I said, like, you can have all these people following you, but if they're not doing what you want them to do, who cares? Like, just to have followers, to have followers, if you're not watching or listening to your podcast, doesn't really do much, so That's I don't true. really go for these like follow follow or like the trending like Throwback Thursday, Motivational Monday, all that stuff. Like use targeted hashtags that even though less people are going to be using it, the people that looking that are looking for that hashtag are like actually want to use it. Like for myself, I don't want to use the hashtag like SEO. It's so generic. Like I'd use like SEO classes, SEO company, learn SEO, SEO training because people looking for that want to use or come to my classes. So less people are using those hashtags or keywords but people using them actually care about what i'm offering versus seo could just mean so many things like what is seo how do you do seo i want to hire an seo company i want to do seo classes there's like there's no intent behind that so always go after quality versus quantity like follow trades and all that stuff follow follow back if they're not targeted it's not going to do much for you and eventually they're going to drop off it throws off your engagement and it just throws everything off that's a good point well, uh, it's been nice talking to you, but let's before we go, let's uh, tell everybody about your your company. Again, sorry, kind of just recap and the services you offer, and then maybe if you have uh, your uh, well, your website is here, but also your um, if you have an e- email, if you're comfortable with sharing that or whatever you like to say. Yeah, so for everyone listening, I created a special gift for everyone on my website if they go to seooptimizers.com forward slash gift they can find that over there it's seooptimizers.com forward slash gift and they can find out all my contact information check out those free classes there and pretty much get everything all right there and learn about different services i offer but really how about more with the seo a little bit with social media a little bit with paid ads but really prefer that free traffic gets you that free traffic where you just keep getting that never ending supply of traffic which is always the best long term thank you so much for coming on and 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 taking us to class <laughs> thanks for having me on letting me share some tips and hopefully this helps some people out learning more about their marketing and if they need help they can always just reach out to my website thank you so much you have a great day <laughs>